0: In five, four, three,
1: two. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Stop what you're doing right now because it's time to dive deep into 90 News. All the latest news and rumors coming out of your favorite zip code with your hosts, Pete Ferrero and Melanie Rose. Oh, my God. I can't believe what I just heard.
2: Well, here we are on the news. It's Friday. Uh, Melanie and I are here back again. Melanie, how is all in San Diego these days?
1: You know, Pete, it has been a great week in San Diego, particularly last night at the Padres game. It was our home opener again, and uh, we walked it off, and there were full crowds, and it just felt so good. I I feel like we're getting back to normal, and it feels good.
2: Um, Well, I wanted to say that, wow, the Mets really made made made. (laughs) Made I don't even know what the right <laughs> word is, but they really wiped the floor with the Padres in their couple of series that they've had. Yeah, it's a
1: and, long and, season.
2: Oh well, I just I don't really get opportunities to talk this way, <laughs> <laughs> so when it happens, I have to be aggressive about it as possible. Yes. as possible. All right. Uh, well, listen, li- this last week, a lot of things going on in nine hundred two one zero since the last couple of weeks since we did this, um, and of course, this past week on the Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero show. We had a really awesome episode uh, with uh, Caroline Lagerfield. Um, I hope I got that said right. And uh, Matthew Lawrence. And let me bring on Larry Don Mullen here to help us talk about this. Larry, how's everything going on the East Coast?
0: Uh, Good. You know, it's a a bright, sunny day and it's uh, dry and, you know, it's just perfect. You know, lots to do, lots to eat, lots of, you know, just lots of other things going on. It's like a, you know, high school summer here just goes on and on. Um, so happy,
2: happy. Yeah, that's boy. really good. How
0: are your Red Sox doing? Good. You know, I mean, they are a three-game winning streak. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just a half a game out of first place. And they're 15 games over 500, to put it in perspective, Pete. I know your Mets are in first place, but I think, right. it's, <laughs> I think it's yeah. by a fairly slim margin. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, they're four and a half games up, which shows you the uh, NF, uh, NL East is, uh, you know, they're having some problems there. They can't seem to win enough games. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed these standings that uh, Chuck's uh, Dodgers are pretty uh, nipping at the Giants heels and the Padres are you mm-hmm. know a little bit behind that so it's going to be an interesting uh, race there. And uh, the it's time. good. I mean uh you know I think we we survived the week of the uh of the ball, you know, altering the ball thing. I haven't heard much more of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's going to just go away but like mm-hmm. move, move
0: along. Yeah. anyway, we're hitting some home runs uh which is uh
2: you know, it's supposed to be the dead ball, but I doesn't I don't see it really. Yeah, I mean, just I think it, I think my <coughs> situation is that last year there was so many teams, that somebody was not playing. We only played a, a shortened season, so now this year maybe it took players a little bit longer to warm up hitting and pitching and all the things that, and 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 so many players are hurt, which is really. You know, interesting.
0: Those are good points. I think those are really valid points. Of course, it invalidates a little bit of Chuck's Dodgers winning the World <laughs> Series. It's kind of That did occur to me when you we were saying that. You know, it kind of taints a little bit like the Lakers also mm-hmm. having their abbreviated season. Anyway, we will get into that. But, you know, me, seeing <laughs> Carolyn Lagerfeld, I again, do. she is just stunning. She's, uh, you know, a, an actress's actress. And, um, uh, you know looking at her work again uh, and that discussing it on the show with her and, and with Matthew Lawrence was really a treat and Chuck and 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 you and uh, it just yeah. felt like a close you know good deep dive into stuff there you know especially into the actors craft uh, hearing some of Matthew's comments
2: and it was interesting afterwards you know we have this Patreon where people can hang out with us after dark and they and this has turned into some therapy at times this <laughs> this this after dark and a lot of people really opened up in the in the chat about um what these episodes did for them um particularly with the mental health stuff and uh the parent and what what the mother says in the hospital and all that so we really got into some deep stuff on the patreon this week was is it nice to hear that the work that you did all those years ago um in a th- and I don't want to call it a throwaway episode but in an episode where it's not one that we kind of focus on uh that often to hear those comments in that in that chat? Uh,
0: I never expected it. You know, uh, you know, when well, that it was a throwaway because it had integrity to it, and sure. again, it was going to challenge our actors in in storylines and gave them some stuff to do. You know, what you really need to have, and just for ourselves as writers, we just thought, you know, there's, you know, again, there's a tangent, mental health. We we can kind of keep this thing through, and the, our characters seem real that way. But it never seemed like it was going to be a crowd pleaser in, in any way. You know, we're dealing with adult things, adult themes here, and the mother, and she's in the streets. And it's not very Beverly Hillsy, you know. Right, but in a way, it really is because these are people who fell off the wagon in Beverly Hills, or fell out of the net, the social Mm -hmm. net, from divorce and stuff, and you know, and we so we got a chance to to see stuff, and there's just great performances, and people who want to know about acting should go back and look at that show and listen to Matt Matthew and Carolyn talk and discuss the craft because there's some
2: really good stuff in there. I love discussing the craft. That's something we do on that on the podcast all the time. Um, But in that episode too, one of the things that we were pointing out was that there was no Brandon. There was no Kelly, there was no Claire. You know, the, uh, I don't even know if there I don't think Oh, I mean, we had Donna, but we, we there was a lot of missing pieces and a lot of missing elements to the. Yeah. I mean,
0: again, you know, as we said, so much of the, the, the creative decisions are, are really because of, of production decisions, because, you know, a television show is on a schedule and it's no right. different than a factory where you're manufacturing things and they have to go in a certain way and fit in a certain box. And, right. And, and also people cannot be two places at once. You know, you can uh, not ride a horse with two tushies
2: uh well and, you uh, you guys certainly <laughs> rode the you know rode that because with the double ups and everything like that you were trying at times to get people into places at one I yeah, I, I know but that's what's so good place.
0: about this one in a way it just got, you know looking at it it wasn't intentional but you know we got really got to really slowly take the audience to the hand of David's hell there yeah uh, you know going you know trying to find his missing mother and it wasn't really rushed or intercut with other stu- other storylines exactly. uh we kind of stayed on it. And so it was a, really an outlier episode. And to hear people really, uh, that was meaningful to them, is I'm, I'm floored, frankly. Uh, yeah. Never expected it. I don't think it shows up in any of the popular episode lists or anything no. I've never, ever seen. I have to check with Professor Weiss, uh, the uh, professor of uh, teen dramology, uh, about that. But I don't think it ever shows up anywhere in the top hundred. Right. So that right. was, but I can see it now, and and that's why I felt strongly now that if we would have been allowed to have Ray go further and understand Donna, we could have also really helped somebody out there going through that kind of uh, abusive relationship, and we could have really found a way to kind of uh, not cure it, but bring attention to it and and the signs of it and what you can do and where there's help, and yeah. we never got a chance to do that, and that was the other shocking thing of looking at the episode for us is that you know we kind of. Uh, hurt Ray's character by having you know by not being on top of the performance more and I realized why don't we just get him an acting coach like David yeah. Gale had you know that one <laughs> right is kind of stupid
2: or and we don't know if that was out of the director to go harder. We don't know if that right. you know what I mean well, sometimes the director might have pushed Jamie to be to do that in some of those scenes which you know, maybe Jamie just followed direction. We don't know. Yeah, there's a sullenness,
0: a sullenness to his character. We should have just kind of modulated more. So we'll have. So I apologize for that. We, you know, we've made. You know, obviously we made mistakes. Some of, some of the mistakes turn out really well, and some don't.
2: I don't know, Larry, because I will say, like I said, the Tory that time. What makes it so? You know, this whole episode is wonderful because it's, we're dealing with mental health, but we're also dealing with domestic abuse, right? So there's there's yes. some of this in here, and so oh, maybe yeah. it has to be that strong. Um, for for people that were going through that aspect of it, we didn't talk to people that said that during the after dark, but maybe there were people that went through that, and to them, it's sort of important that Ray did be, behave that way. No, you know. Yeah. So, it,
0: then the other thing is we, we jump forward to uh, to uh, to Lover's Leap, also, and dealt with right. you know how, how that thing played out there with Dan, David's mental health and her getting electroshock, and right, and, uh, and those who were really uh. Yeah, that was you know pretty daring of us. And, again, I, I did say, because we got no respect doing this show. You have yeah. to understand, I could not get a job because it was a spelling uh, show. Yeah. I could not get a job. It's okay, so crazy. try to put that in your head, you know, after having yeah. a successful show for, for you know, for 100. Especially
2: the episode. 30 episodes,
0: yeah. you know. So that was kind of odd. So, yeah, it's very satisfying, gratifying, and all those things. And then
2: next week. I was going to say, the next here, week. We have the Prism Award-winning episode. <laughs>
0: I, I'm so anxious to hear about that. I'm thrilled by that. Uh, I did. I do remember going to on some panels, you know, um, about that at that time. So there was some press on it, I guess, but I don't remember the award thing. But yeah, we did. We did, uh, you know, some substance abuse uh, thing. And, we, and you know, that episode, which is also directed by Chip Chalmers, yes. Um, uh, you know, we'll we'll get a chance to look at. It. I have not seen it, so you're going to send me that, and you're going yep. to send me housewarming the first Dick Harrison episode. This is basically a triangle we you know created to you know give Iron a good storyline. It's basically a you know a Claire, Dick, Steve storyline where you know we challenge Steve and Claire's relationship, which is right. you know what we that was our job basically to vertically integrate the characters, turn them against each other. Turn you yeah. know, put an obstacle in there. That's part of the you know the dynamics of of the storytelling for this kind of series.
2: And so, Dick will be with us, Dan, Dan, Dan
0: Gattier. Thank you. Uh, Who's a real veteran actor? It'll be a pleasure to hear his perspective on stuff. And uh, I also, I, I did a quick peek on the housewarming thing. I was curious, and we 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 introduce him through a three man basketball game, Steve. Brandon and him. So again, we use the guys athletically. We had forgotten right. in our sports, sports show, in our the sports show, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, volume one. Maybe ever get a volume two, but yeah, <laughs> we really did. You know, we really did like to exploit our guys. And I'm sure Brandon. I'm sure Jason has his shirt off at one point in this show. Hmm. I feel oh. kind of i will be disappointed if he doesn't, but I think so. Is this where they sell the t shirts?
2: They're selling the t shirts? Or is that something else? No, I that's uh, like a Super
0: Bowl show. Maybe yeah. this is a Super. I remember the Super Bowl show would have the football demand or something like that. They, yeah. they make <laughs> the exactly. European version of football.
2: Yes, exactly. For the,
0: for the Super Bowl party. <laughs> I can't remember. But I'll tell you one thing: Straight Shooter, it, that was a sweeps episode. And it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Fox promoted it as someone's going to die tonight. I oh, <laughs> <not> too well. <wild. laughs> <laughs> which is their favorite <laughs> their favorite promo, and then, someone's getting married.
2: <laughs> right. And Fox is always so good at those promos. I remember Very, that, yeah. I remember the uh, when mm-hmm. when Doug Emerson's character Scott, which we've talked about <laughs> when he was gonna die, they made it with like, someone from the main cast is gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just it's dramatic. So
0: was you know, it was a you know much more simpler world because that was really the main organ, the promo on TV. That's you know right. that's how you advertise. Now it's a billion other their social media
2: platforms, everywhere. Totally. Yep. Well, uh, great catching up, man! Uh, good seeing you. I know you got some writing that you're doing and working mm-hmm. on, right? Yes, so I am. Staying busy, and we always want to plug LarryMullen.com for all that stuff. Yes. Uh, thank you, thank you. And uh, good, man. Good seeing you. So we'll see you again this week coming up.
0: Yes, with uh, Straight Shooter Chip Chalmers and everybody. Good see Melanie. Good see Pete. And that's all the news that's fit and lit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All, all right. right. Thanks, Larry.
2: All Right. Good seeing Larry Mullen, um, on the East coast. Um, any plans for you to travel?
1: As a matter of fact, I booked a family trip to Hawaii. I think I mentioned it last time. We're going to go next month and, uh, go to Oahu for a week. I'm so excited. It's, it's long overdue with the pandemic and I cannot wait. Um, some Island vibes. What about you, Pete? Are you traveling this summer?
2: I'll be going to the East coast, uh, in July for a week again, uh, just to see my, to see my people. Um, who, who's all going on your trip?
1: Um, well, it will be me, my children, and um, my husband will be joining us. Wow. So it will be a big, um, it'll be a group trip. I went to Hawaii by myself with my bestie last time. So this will be a whole nother vibe.
2: Yes, definitely family times. In, yes, in Han- definitely.
1: And hey right. yeah, speaking of summer, Pete, why don't we talk about our new oh, favorite oh, yeah. show? Okay, I mean, see. okay, so so everybody, this is not directly 902 and related, but it it's is nineties related.
2: It's not nine oh two and related at all, actually. I mean,
1: it's yeah, I mean no not not cross even a little
2: bit. The only thing I can say is I told Kathleen <laughs> Robertson to watch it. That's the only connection. Okay. That we have to uh, 90210, whatsoever.
1: All right. But if we're getting deep, we can compare the characters to like Brenda and Kelly, if you think about it. Like Jeanette's Brenda, Kate Wallace's Kelly, maybe. You're really
2: pushing it. You're really Really
1: pushing it. Okay. So anyway, Cruel Summer, it's a show on freeform and Hulu. Pete and I have both now binged it, and it's great. It takes place in the 90s. It's kind of a teen drama with some mystery to it. Um, We've got a promo. We're going to show it to you, and we're going to chat about it for just a quick second. Yeah, here we go. She's a liar.
2: We both know your memory's been shaky
1: since the trauma. How can an entire memory just fall out of my head? Don't you think it's possible that you didn't see what you think you saw? It's hard when there's something I haven't told you. There's some serious secrets buried with Martin Harris. Who can you believe?
2: I just thought of like three things that happened that just like in that promo where I was like, wow. Um,
1: Yes. Yeah, Ugh. it's, it's in set
2: in 1993, 1994, 1995. And it kind of goes between the three the three years as it tracks this story. Um, it's really, really good. It's really yeah, good. Go check it out now.
1: Yes, and there's a season two coming out. So we're not sure if it'll be same cast, same story, same cast, different story, or like an anthology where it's a whole nother summer story with a whole nother cast. So TBD.
2: I mean, my guess is if if, if I was betting on it now that i just thought about this and i didn't say this before but i would imagine that this next bit would take place in like 96 97
1: 98 mm, if we're going formulaic that would definitely make sense 96
2: 97 98 and it picks up where the story ends i think is probably what uh what that will be i mean i don't know that i just took a guest on, on that. how do i fucking know you know what I mean? you don't, you Not- don't know series. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Good, 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 good yes. luck. Well, my thing was before, and I said that this when we came on, like, that was such a great one-season show.
1: It could stand alone, for sure, on yeah. its own yeah. as a one-season yeah. show. I don't
2: know if you need more than one season.
1: Right. Could have been a movie.
2: Yes, exactly. All right. What yeah. else we have going on?
1: So, let's uh, segue into 90210. We've got two Tori Spelling pieces of news here. Piece number one. Um, thanks to Kelly Parker for sending this to my DMs yesterday and drawing it to my attention. Um, Tori, Revealed on uh, Sirius XM Jeff Lewis Live that nope. um oh wrong picture no big deal nope um nope still the wrong picture no big deal
2: boom nope. Nope. nope not that one <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> oh um
2: Tori and Dean yeah
1: there we go okay so Us Weekly and a bunch of other news sources all reported that um you know Tori opened up about her marital woes with Dean they're not sleeping in the same bed it sounds like a lot of that is a result of him filming in another country for six months so she's got four of her kids in the bed, and, you know, so now he's back home and apparently sleeping in another room, but, you know, from the sounds of it, it sounds like they're working on things. They're not separating. I don't think she would have gone through, you know, talking about it if they were planning an imminent divorce, so. Um, it's interesting,
2: you know, COVID was tough, you know, for a lot of people, and we're seeing that happen now, right, with, uh, with, with um, celebrities and stuff like that. COVID was tough on many things, and, you know, so best of luck to Tori and Dean to figuring all that all that stuff out I mean she's a great person I love the few times that I've gotten to chat with her and whatnot so and you
1: know Dean's insta bio still says married to the love of my life Tori Spelling so I mean you know he's putting it out there even though they're not really present on each other's social media which is common for some married people I think so
2: Mm, some definitely more than others. Yes, <laughs>
1: definitely. Um, oh, hey! So speaking of Tori, um, the pictures you showed a second ago, she is going to be on Messiness on MTV. It is a spinoff of Ridiculousness. Um, Snooki is going to be hosting, and uh, also on it with her on the panel is Adam Rippon and Teddy Ray. This photo, uh, the one the throwback one a second ago, was um, her first MTV award show in '92, and you know she's just announcing she's teaming up with MTV again. Oh, look! And- I like-
2: I liked this, liked by Peter Ferrero. That's yeah. my Superman handle. I liked that. I'm so. You sp- did yeah. yes, you
1: are. <laughs> um, and you know, speaking of this MTV franchise, uh, ridiculousness, uh, messiness, and of course, deliciousness. Tori's not the only 90210 cast member to be involved because we've got Tiffany on deliciousness. Now we've got Tori on messiness. So, I mean, who knows what the next spinoff will be? We'll see. Um, maybe we'll get like Lindsay. In there. Oh, who, kn- who knows? Who right. knows?
2: I would love that. So,
1: but again, um, it's always good to see them working and doing stuff. So, yay.
2: Okay. So, I guess we're going to Lindsay. Is that why you said her name?
1: Sure. I mean, it wasn't, but let's go there. Um, okay. She posted a cute photo of a payphone. Don't call me. I'll call you. Oh, look. Um, I liked it again. You sure did. You sure did. I love the stickers on there. I love you. And I love payphones, right? It's such an such a vintage thing these days. I mean it's like answering machines and VCRs, I mean payphones. When are they going to just disappear altogether? I don't
2: know. Oh, I hope they don't actually. I
1: mean, you never know. I mean, right. although who carries dimes or quarters anymore?
2: I don't know. I just like seeing them. It's it's very cool. It's very uh, much of like where uh, something I remember a lot, you know, from the from growing up in the 90s as we just talked about. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like We should do a year in this in this world where we lose all cell phones and have to go back to this era of picking someone picking you up and having to call them from a payphone. I would like to see. (sighs) I don't
1: know if we could handle that as a society. I feel like we'd lose our minds. I mean, think about it. You know, like when you're put down your phone, you're thinking about it. You want to pick it back up again. I mean, a year without that.
2: Oof. I'm just kidding. I don't. The year
1: that. without the phone.
2: Yeah, but it's it was great, and it's always good seeing Lindsay doing some fun stuff. I got to do some stuff with her last week, and it, it's a blast. And hopefully, we can talk more about that as uh, as time moves on.
1: And if you're out there and you've got a story for us, hit us up on social media, and maybe we'll cover it in one of our shows.
2: Exactly. Okay. I want to show this. Speaking of people that I caught up with recently, um, this this th- I'm just going to play the clip. Okay. Cool. We have some big news.
0: We do. We are teaming up with the new search engine, True Heart, to co-host the new Search for Smiles campaign.
1: Now, every three minutes, a baby is born with a cleft lip, which can cause difficulties with eating, breathing, hearing and speaking.
0: Over the past 21 years, Smile Train has helped transform the lives of over 1.5 million children with clefts
1: they empower local medical professionals to provide 100% free cleft surgeries and essential treatment for kids in their own communities.
0: And you can support Smile Train today by simply changing your search engine to Trueheart.
1: Trueheart donates 80% of their net profits
0: to charity, and your searches will power donations to Smile Train and five other amazing charities.
1: So make the switch to Trueheart. I mean seriously, it just it just takes a few seconds and it's free.
0: So go to
1: TrueHeart.com and help change
2: the world one smile at a time. They, do, they explained everything. I mean, listen, guys, uh, it's, a, it's a it's worthwhile to do this. I've been doing it already since I've heard about it. And it's TrueHeart.com. I mean, you know, it's a great search engine and look what you're doing. You're doing all this kind of, uh, you know, helping with the research for this, uh, this horrific thing. So TrueHeart.com, change your browser, start using it to search and... I think it's it's great,
1: Melanie. Hey, and also just a quick shout out to Rebecca O'Connell, who had shared some of the press that Sharna's been doing with uh, Brian in Australia and overseas. So thanks to her for sharing this with us. And um, we appreciate it. We love our fans. And thank you, Rebecca.
2: Yes. So do that right now. I'm going to give everybody two seconds to switch your browser to trueheart.com. Okay. One, do it. two. Okay. I'm sure you all did it. <laughs> better have yeah all right so <laughs> let's let's uh let's move on here what is this what is this
1: oh this is a little teaser so nine hundred two 90210 hunts instead of a nine hundred two 90210 only hunt we're doing a 90s hunt this summer and i've decided to entice our nine hundred two 90210 fans that everybody who registers for this hunt which will be in august will have a chance to win either a brandon or a dylan doll so i'm um, making sure to take care of our 90210 people. Um, So when registration's up, we'll do a random drawing before the hunt starts and you can pick a Brandon or a Dylan doll or action figure as they like to be. All
2: (laughs) right. That's pretty cool. That's exciting. Um, All right. And what else do we have here? I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. When is that? I'm excited. You when that's coming? You say it's that?
1: it's going to be in August. I've been uh, living this summer dream, so I haven't been as on top of getting things ready, but I'm working on it, and we'll unveil the dates and registration stuff soon. So stay tuned, and right. can't wait.
2: '90s Hunt. Okay, let's see.
1: Yeah. So Kristen McIsaac actually texted this to me this morning. Um, You know, we never see Jenny and Peter together. Of course, that's her ex-husband. But her daughter graduated. So she had posted this as an Instagram story. And it's, it's just nice to see the whole family together. So thanks for sharing, Kristen. And again, just great to see Jenny with her girls, her ex, and, you know, just coming together as a family during an important life moment.
2: Nice. Very nice. Always good seeing Jenny stuff. Okay. And Jenny went to Disney, too. She
1: sure did. She did. Yes. Um, I just thought it was a really cute picture. And boy, I want to go to Disneyland. I feel like that's another reason I shared it. I want to go there this summer. So good for Jenny uh, and everyone that's up there. So
2: you fun. Peter Farrell Fer- liked that again.
1: Yes. Yeah. Gosh, you're just all over it. What what's your average screen time per day?
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know
1: mine hovers around five and a half hours which oh, i'm not proud of
2: no mine my, my number is not to be well it's, i'm proud of it that it's so high yeah okay <laughs> uh let's see we have this what is going on here
1: I don't know. Okay, Ginger. so this Ginger from 90210. I actually pulled this story from Sherry Weiss's teen drama horror links this week. Um, Eliza Donovan or Alyssa Donovan, um, Ginger, Beverly Hills 90210, has a new book out. She is doing a bunch of press I didn't and like it what? What did you just say?
2: I, I didn't like it. Look, I didn't. I didn't oh, you didn't
1: I, like the picture. But you know what? Melissa Joan Hart did. So right. there you go.
2: Um,
1: anyway, so she's got a book, uh, Wake Me When You Leave. It sounds good. I saw it on Amazon. May check it out myself. And you know, it would be really cool, Pete. Mm, what's up? How cool would it be to get Ginger to come on the podcast? Right? I, I would love it.
2: You know, we have not really fully reached out to her about coming on Um, But I know that she's someone that we've really wanted to have her on. Look at this. What is this? Her love for Jason Priestley. Yes.
1: And you'll notice in the caption, P.S. No, I have not left my husband for Jason Priestley. You did like this. Good. Oh, good. (laughs) Good, good, good. Nice, nice. Yeah. So um, anyway, she talks about her experiences in the 90s. Um, You know, she was on Sabrina, 90210, Clueless. So she's got a lot of 90s Hollywood experience. And she writes all about it in her book. So I'm excited Um, to read
2: that then. Yeah. Everyone, let's go get a copy. We're going to get trueheart.com, and we're going to get a copy of her book. There we go.
1: Homework, homework.
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then we have Shannon here.
1: We do. She posted this on Instagram, uh, Father Murphy. And I was not familiar with the show, so I asked Larry, and he said it was a spinoff of Little House. Um, and how cute is she look at her little teeth and how sweet is Jenny's comment too. So she's watching with Fiona, um, little house on the Prairie and Fiona keeps asking when Shannon's going to be on. So that's cute. It's nice to see them interacting with each other. And I love Shannon's throwback pic. She's just such a cute little girl. Love it
2: phenomenal actress as well as I've always said always uh, good to good to see her doing things and being out there because we all do love some Brenda Walsh and we love Shannon and we would love Shannon to come on our show at some point in
1: life That would be great. I mean, we will talk <laughs> about whatever she wants with whoever she wants whenever she wants. So Yeah, exactly. Open invite.
2: Um I don't have any other clips here. Am I supposed to? Um
1: you know what? You have one picture which we'll end with which is, you know, my little thing that I like to do with Peter Krause. You you have a Jay Thurman pick in there somewhere, you should. I labeled it Jay Thurman.
2: Why why is this not here? What is what is I don't name? know.
1: Um well, you know what? I'm if you don't have pick, we all know what Jay Thurman looks like. He was of course Andrea's Republican boyfriend and I've always had a crush on Peter Krause then and now, even though he's a Republican. Um, anyway, he's getting a star on the Walk of Fame. So I just wanted to mention that. Good for him. You know, um, the only other people from 90210 that have one, Aaron Spelling. Uh, Jason has one in Canada. And um, it's possible Luke Perry could get one. Um Stars are only considered for one five years after their passing. So his family would actually have to nominate him for one. And then they only give out one deceased uh nominee each year. So maybe for Luke, maybe not. But anyway, Peter yeah. Krause, I love him, as we all know. So
2: it, We do um, know that. We do know yes, that. Yes, yes, you've said that many times. So that's awesome. Good for, good, for, yes. good for him. Congratulations. Good Heck
1: story. yeah, definitely. And uh, I think that's it. I think we've covered... We've covered everything today.
2: Uh, the only thing we didn't cover is this. Just, we hadn't played that
1: entire episode,
2: so we need to play that every episode.
1: More often.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this week. I think it'll be a fun week of uh, of nine hundred two and zero. Nothing on the Kathleen front. Did you have anything?
1: No, I had checked starting? in with her Instagram before the show, and she mm. still had her Mother's Day post of her mom was the last one that was up there. So nothing. I didn't see any stories. Um, so you know, we'll check in with her again in a couple weeks. Next Friday is my birthday. We will not have oh, wow. a news show next Friday, yeah. but um, happy birthday to me! Just to yeah, shout definitely. myself I didn't out, even right? Know that.
2: Happy birthday! That's <laughs> great. We should definitely do a news show on your birthday. No. I mean, we
1: could. Yeah, I, yeah, we we could do a special special edition. Melanie's
2: birthday edition. Yes.
1: Great, let's do it. Okay, we'll plan on it. We'll break <laughs> our every two week yeah. routine. Yeah,
2: absolutely. All right, right cool. All right, well, this has been great, Melanie. It's good catching up and uh, seeing everything that's going on in the world of 90210, and then you have something to say.
1: Yes, and then uh, with that, thanks for joining us. Everyone enjoy the weekend. Uh, happy first day of summer coming up very soon, and 90210 out.